Um, no FOMO. Has anyone heard of FOMO before? When I say FOMO, just put your hand up if you know what I'm talking about. FOMO. Only three people knows what FOMO is. This is a group of young people, and I only have three people that knows what FOMO is. Okay. You know what it is? Okay, good. So FOMO. If we go to our, for those who don't know, I'm going to use good old power, Urban Dictionary. If you don't know anything slang, then that's where you go. Urban Dictionary. So it tells us FOMO, it's like, you know when it's like an acronym or whatever? Is that what they are? And they stand, so each letter stands for something. Can anyone have a guess at what it is? Don't worry, I'll tell you what it is. It is the fear of missing out. So the fear that is that if you miss an event or a party, you will miss out on something great. Hands up if you've experienced that. I, I have experienced that hardcore all the time. Every time someone invites me to something, I'm like, I want to go. I want to I wanna go. I want to go because you don't want to miss out on something awesome. Now, in my preaching, so the title is, no FOMO. Everyone say that with me. No FOMO. Awesome. So the first um, point I'm going to talk about is no FOMO of the world. Mm, yeah. The Lord is speaking to us today. Proverbs um, 23, 17 to 18. It says, do not let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the, of the fear of the Lord. There is surely a future and a hope for you. So... In the Bible, it talks about a lot about like people that are um, living. Well, in the Bible, it talks about a lot of like the world and then um, Christians. And Christians are of like a thing of a, a thing of like different. So we're like foreigners in a land. So like go and so say if we we're all Australians and we move to America, we are foreigners in America. We aren't. We don't actually belong there. So as soon as we become a child of God. We're no longer the, of the family of this world. We're of the family of Jesus. Now, obviously, the ways of Jesus and the ways of the world is fairly different. There's different sides. We believe in lots of different things. Like, we believe that if someone wrongs us, we forgive them and we still treat them nicely. But the world thinks that if someone bees mean to us, we be mean straight back. Someone calls you, oi, you, you ugly. Then I'd be like, you are super ugly. But no, as Christians, they say you're ugly and we be luck. We walk away, right? Now, Proverbs 14, 12 says, There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. Now, that seems super extreme to me. Like, there's a, when we see our friends, who has a friend that does something that, like, they're doing it, they don't think that it's wrong, but if you look at it in the future, you can tell that maybe that's probably not the right thing. I'm trying to think of an example. I can't think of anything. So, and then in Proverbs 12, 28, it says, the way of the godly leads to life and the path does not lead to, to death. So you can see that there's like two different paths. One leads to death. Who wants to be death? Who, want, who wants to go down that path? Not me, when you can go down a path that has life in it. I want that path. Um, so obviously, we don't need to fear on missing out on anything because... In the end, we see where do the two paths lead? Where are they? Where are the, both the paths going? So, what's the point of fearing? Fearing, like, what's the point of fear missing out on ultimately death when we can follow Jesus' plan and we can end up in life, you know? Um, the path, yeah, the path of the godly leads to life and the path of the wicked leads to death. 
So another thing is, who's the maker of the universe? Jesus and God. That's correct. Jesus is the maker of the universe. And if he's the maker of the universe, do you think he knows some of the good like, strategies to live? Do you think he... So if we are going to him and saying, oh, God, I'm going to trust you with my life, then do you think he's going to show you like, just like an average way to live life or the way that you can live and it will be all right or the way that's going to be absolutely smashing and rocking and doing everything that you want to be doing, you know? So it's like if you're following him and following his ways, then he's going to reveal to you a life that's above what just... So without him, we only know this much and we can live as best as what we can, but we... So he's designed everything. Well, I'm trying to explain this in the best way I can. Like, he's designed everything. He knows. So, like, we can only live how much we know. But imagine if we're connected to the creator who knows everything. Imagine how much more fuller we can live our lives. So I have this cousin. Does everyone have cousins here? Who has a cousin? Put your hand up. Awesome cousins of rock. I have this cousin who is not a Christian. And I was talking to her one day. We are lying on the beach, having it up, you know, having a good time. She's a bit older than me and um we were sitting on the beach and we we're talking about Jesus and I was like I really love Jesus and all this stuff I just love being a Christian because I really do it's one of the best things in my life um and I was talking to her and she goes I don't think I could be a Christian there's just too many rules and I'm just like too many rules I was like yeah actually it's like hmm, maybe there's a bit of rules but then I was like, oh, what do I even say? And then, you know, I got back home and I was talking to my really wise older brother. And then I told him about this conversation that he had. And then, no, and then I was talking to, I was talking to um, my, my really cool big brother. And he said, he said, Josh, throw me off my, my game. Yeah. And then, so they, they were going like how there's too many rules. And then Josh pointed out to me the fact that, um, they're, they they aren't rules as such, but they're more of like him guiding us into a better way. Has anybody ever heard in the Bible that God corrects those he loves? God's not going to let people that he loves live this average life. He doesn't want us to live this average life. He, we don't need to fear on missing out on anything because if we're following God, he's going to lead us to something more. He's going to lead us to this eternal life that's so awesome. So sometimes we can see life as Christianity as this life full of rules, but really it's not a life full of rules. It's about finding a life full of the abundance and full of more, you know? So, yeah, God corrects those he loves. He wants us to live the best lives and have the, all the best stuff in there that we can. So, um, so some things, like, in and in that aspect, when she was talking, the ways of Jesus don't really make sense to the people of this world because, as I've said before, we were, like, foreigners. When... When I sometimes see the way, like, in India, I was watching this documentary, they think that the gods are going to bless their babies, so they drop them off the side of the build buildings when they're babies and, like, make them, like, fall on a trampoline. And then it's like the gods are going to bless them because they... So, like, that doesn't really make sense to me. <laughs> I, I don't know why they do that. They think that it's going to bless them. I, it, I don't really know all the facts, but I'm just like, that doesn't make sense to me. So it's just like... People don't really understand the rules of Jesus because they just don't understand it. I don't know. They just see, you know, and then um, just like a child, right? And just, so this is going back to the rules thing, right? So a kid doesn't know that playing on a highway isn't safe. 
A two-year-old won't be just like going on a highway and be like playing there. And he doesn't know that this is unsafe. He just thinks it's somewhere he can play. And then it's not the parent being rude going, Oi, get out of there, man. You're going to die. That's, that's not a rule that it's not like a rule that the kids are like, Oh, can't play on the highway. It's the, the parents who know more than the child. It's actually protecting the child from getting hurt. Amen, guys. Thank you. So this is what I want to let you know. Like, it's not the rules that God has set isn't to be like, oh, no, miss, I get to have to miss out on hanging out with my friends or doing this bad thing. But it's really God's pointing us to a fuller way, you know. What the world can give, what the world can give you has nothing on what the creator of the world can give you. No FOMO of the world. Now, my second kind of thing, no FOMO of missing out on God's purpose. Okay? So there's another thing in the life of a Christian is I can be living the life of a Christian, but I can might fear on missing out on seeing what God has for me. You know, has anyone ever, has anyone felt that? Missing out on maybe the things that God has for you. All right, so in Luke 19, 1 to 10, there's a story of this pretty short little bloke called Zacchaeus. Who's heard about him? I heard about him. He's a pretty, pretty cool bloke. I aspire to be like Zacchaeus. I want to climb a tree. Um, I can't really. My legs are too short and I can't really reach very high. Um, Zacchaeus had FOMO. This little bloke feared missing out and seeing Jesus. So he climbed that tree just so he could have a little, because he's like, oh, Jesus is coming this way. He seems like a pretty cool bloke. And wait, I'm just going to go back a step. So everyone's heard about Zacchaeus here. Lots of people have. So I'm just going to sum up his story real quick. So this guy's a chief tax collector. He's really rich, really short. People hate him. He's a bit of a snob. He steals your money. If you see him coming, you're probably going to run away because he's going to take your money. Um, he's, he's the worst of the worst. You know, he's not very nice. So, yeah, this day comes. He's heard about this bloke called Jesus coming to town because Jesus is coming to town. Um, he, <laughs> he, goes, he goes up into this tree to take a look at Jesus and... Jesus comes strutting by, looks up in the tree. He's like, yo, Zacchaeus, come down right now. I'm coming to your house for tea. That's a song that my dad always sings. Um, Jesus, so Zacchaeus had FOMO. He wanted to see Jesus, and he was worried because of his shortness. He wouldn't see him, so he climbed up that tree. Now, Jesus knew about Zacchaeus and was not going to let him miss out on anything. In Psalms 139.5, it says, you... Um, this is talking about God to you. You are all around me in my front and in my back and have put your hand on me. God has put his hand on you and guess what? That hand ain't going anywhere, all right? So Zacchaeus might have thought, oh, my shortness is going to make me miss out on seeing God. But even the things that might you might feel are hindering you, they're not going to be a hindrance. They might just push you to push further in to seeing who God is. So... Zacchaeus, when, when we go after finding Jesus, like go after seeing him, he will not leave us missing anything. Does anyone know what happened when 
Jesus pointed to Zacchaeus when he said, like, come, I just kind of, I just kind of said it to you. He's coming to his, your house for tea. So Zacchaeus just went there expecting to see Jesus. He left with Jesus going to hang out and have time with him. We might go just looking to find, just looking to see Jesus. But guess what? Jesus is actually going to point us out, call us, and call us to be in his presence, you know? Um, so Zacchaeus didn't only just get to see Jesus. He got to spend time with him, and that changed his life. So we might just expect to see a little things, but God's actually going to change our lives. Like we might just go on expecting to see little things, but when God comes in, we don't have to fear missing out because when God comes, he's going to give us more than what we expected. When we spend time in God's presence, we get to see more of his heart and who he is. We get to see, and, we, and when we spend time in his, holy, with his, um, in his presence, we can't help but be changed by his spirit. What he did to Zacchaeus, he will do for you, and he's going to change your life. If you go, if you even just go to see who he is, God will meet you where you are. Even the fact that Zacchaeus was a tax collector and hated by everyone, that didn't stop Jesus from finding him. So no matter where you are, no matter how broken you think you might be, no matter how much everyone hates you, no matter how bad your reputation is, it's not going to stop. You don't need a FOMO of missing out on God's plan for you because you're not too messed up. You haven't done anything bad enough to stop that. Just look at Zacchaeus. He was literally, everyone hated him. No one wanted to be his friend. Even when Jesus was with him, even when Jesus is with you, people might look and be like, why is Jesus with you? Why is Jesus spending time with this sinner? But it's not going to stop his plan for you. So Zacchaeus was known for ripping people off. And yeah, that didn't stop his plan. So in one Peter, who was here this morning? How good was the preaching this morning? That was so good. So she, Lindy, was talking about one in one Peter one three, like no one in one Peter, and she, all that stuff just kind of fitted really perfectly with my message. So it says, um, "Praise be to God and God and Father of our Lord Jesus. In His great mercy, He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead." and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade away. So all the plans that Jesus has given to us, and that they're never going to spoil, perish, spoil, or fade away. Jesus' plans and inheritance in your life is never going to go away, so you don't need to fear missing out on anything. Um, now, has anyone ever heard of Deuteronomy 31.6? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, because... The Lord goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I just think that's so awesome and just fits so great with that. Don't be afraid. No FOMO. God's going with you and he's never going to forsake you. The greatness of God's plan for you, your life, is not going anywhere. Um, and then back to the first scripture I had, which was Proverbs 23, 17 to 18. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous after the um, fear of the Lord. There is surely a hope in a future for you, and your hope will never be cut off. No FOMO, guys. So, yeah, live your life not fearing missing out on anything, 
especially when we're going after Jesus, we don't need to fear the world because God's the creator of the world and he knows the best ways to do things. And don't fear missing out on God's purpose because there's nothing that you can do to miss what God has for you. Thank you, guys.